Did you know that each episode of the Digitally Irresistible podcast is recorded on video? You can access the video by clicking the episode notes on your podcast player. Scroll to the bottom of the notes and click on the video link. Or just visit the iCore YouTube channel. You're listening to the Digitally Irresistible podcast, where we cover the optimization of digital technologies and irresistible people. Brought to you by iCore. Each episode features someone who sheds a little more light on the ins and outs of delivering a great employee and customer experience that has a measurable impact on the business. And now, here's today's guest. Welcome to another episode of the Digitally Irresistible Podcast. I'm your host, Bernie Borges. Today's guest is Dave Richter. Welcome, Dave. Oh, thank you, Bernie. So excited to be here. I'm so glad you're with us today, Dave. Dave, you are the Vice President of Operations at Silver Star Brands. Silver Star Brands manages six direct-to-consumer brands. They are Miles Kimball, Walter Drake, Easy Comforts, Dream Products, Starcrest, and Native Remedies. And you have over 20 years' experience in sales and customer service, managing multiple global brands in the consumer goods industry. You're also an accomplished musician and vocalist who's performed hundreds of shows across the Midwest, and you're also the co-owner of Green's Poorhouse, a bar restaurant located in downtown Nina and downtown Oshkosh. And you serve on the boards for Big Brothers, Big Sisters, and in 2023, you became the co-chair of the Oshkosh Area United Way campaign. Dave, you stay busy. So I stay thank busy. You, <laughs> thank you so much for making time to join me today. Let's unpack on this episode, Dave. Let's unpack the customer experience success factors in the consumer products industry. But let's begin with your backstory. Dave, tell us your backstory. Well, I like to always start with, I genuinely like people. And the reason I bring that up is I think it's been sort of part of my journey uh, throughout my career. I grew up uh, playing sports. And I think what that, uh, what that taught me was, was time discipline for one, uh, figuring out a way to be a good teammate and bringing the best out of people. I think all of that ties back uh, to what has ended up being a career in, in customer experience or customer service. Um, I find myself asking questions like, why are we doing things that way? Do people like it when you do it that way? Is there a better way we could be doing this? And I think it's that that's sort of driven the entrepreneurial spirit uh, for me and has made uh, customer experience a, a good fit for me. And Bernie, if I take one second, I, I always tell this story of um, of how I, I kind of got into this. And, and one of those ways was in my first supervisor at my first job, I started uh, at a company with about 100 employees. And 50 of us, all college, new college graduates, got this, uh, got this new job. And uh, my first supervisor there uh, told a story. He said, um, "You know, let me let me tell you of something, and it'll maybe determine whether or not you want to get into into customer service." And and he said, "Picture yourself in a, in a doctor's office waiting room, and there's a there's a maybe a family with a small smaller child or a younger child." Uh, there and clearly he's he's playing, but he's got a terrible cold, and you know his nose is running and he's wiping it on his sleeves and all this is happening and the parents are trying to manage this, um, and there's two types of reactions you can have to that. One is gross, turn the other way and try to make this go away as fast as possible, and the other reaction is where's the tissue box in the room and how do I help? And if you answer the second way to that question, customer service might be the thing for you. 
Wow. Great story. So you knew your, your calling was customer service. It so felt that like it from that, from that discussion, I thought that was a, a, a nice uh, anecdote to get there. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, I, and I love how you correlate it back to playing team sports as well. That's fantastic. What, what team sports did you play? Yeah. So in, in high school early on, I played baseball, basketball, and tennis and, and continued the tennis career into, into college. So that was the one that lasted a little bit longer for me. Wow. Okay. Great. Thank you. So what led you to actually having a, a full-fledged career in CPG in particular? At ICOR, we pride ourselves on being more than just a team of CX professionals. We're a global family working in unison. No matter the geography, our site stands shoulder to shoulder, playing a vital part in our client's success. With a strategic partnership value at our core, we prioritize excellent communication and alignment, always focused on achieving each client's vision. We are agile and ready to adapt at a moment's notice to meet your business needs. That's the iCore way. Yeah, so I, I mentioned my my first employer. I was maybe the the hundredth or so employer. Ironically, I just ran into the, the owner of that company uh, this past weekend and, and kind of told uh, the story of that growth. But we were on sort of a rocket ship of growth, which allowed me to get into boardrooms of the, some of the best uh, Fortune 100 consumer packaged goods uh, companies uh, in the world. And at the time, I don't know that I understood what all of that uh, meant uh, from a learning perspective. Um, but to see them also struggle with how to approach the customer, uh, how to connect with their customer, even though they're the great global brands, um, and being able to assist in figuring out, you know, how do we how do we help help you with that journey? Um, and so it's amazing, you know, if you're a small business or you're a large corporation, figuring out how to connect well with your customer is something that's just critically important. Yeah. So. In the time that you've been in the CPG industry and specific, specifically in customer service, how have you seen that the whole customer experience evolve in light of the fact that we've seen technology evolve? We've also seen just consumer behaviors evolve, right? So how have you seen it evolve? Yeah, I mean, spanning over a 20-year career, we had that whole time frame where social media had taken foot and different channels were taking place. And I just remember being in all the industry events uh, from a customer experience standpoint with, with all of these experts trying to figure out the best way to, to manage all of these uh, new channels for communication. And I think what we ultimately learned from all of that is there's lots of shiny new tools you can use, but if you don't understand your customer well, none of that really matters. Um, and so that's always sort of been the key to everything, understanding uh, who your customer is and how you can best serve them. Um, so the rest of it, while exciting, and there was all kinds of things that we learned, it, it all ended up boiling down to that, that fact of understanding your customer. And how, how does a CPG brand then continue to understand their customer? Again, with, with consumer behavior just evolving over time, how does a brand actually stay in touch with their customer to really know you know, what their issues, interests, motivations are. Yeah, it can be tough to listen. And we often have meetings here where it's, you know, who's the person who's going to be put the customer hat on in this meeting. We may see a more efficient way to do things, but we need to be thinking about how this uh, impacts our customer. And the one thing that you've seen over time is that 
Um, the voices are a little bit louder with the platforms that are out there. But if you treat customers consistently, respectfully, and in a way that follows sort of your guiding principles, um, they can be real advocates for you. And I think that's been one of the biggest changes is that the customer really can be the best cheerleader for your brand if you do an outstanding job. Yeah, couldn't agree more. Couldn't agree more. So what do you see as the success factors that are driving CX now in CPG? Yeah, so I mentioned, you know, knowing your customers. The one thing that's unique to our uh, brands at Silverstar is, is the demographic for us is, is 50 plus. And, and the one thing we've learned is, you know, we have all this technology that we can use to drive them to certain channels that would maybe be more uh, effective and efficient for us. Um, but I think what we've learned is that, you know, that isn't uh, what's critical to them, where we need to meet them is where they want to be met. Uh, and for our customer, that phone channel is still uh, a critical component uh, for us. So despite all of the advances in, in different ways that we can self-serve and do other things, you know, that has remained uh, critical to our customer and they feel comfortable there. And so we do our best to be able to service them really well um, in that channel, along with the other channels that, you know, you might be talking about as we're talking about future technology and other things. Right. So voice is still a big component of yeah. CX delivery then. Absolutely. Okay. So then how do those success drivers, including voice and non-voice, but as you point out, voice is a big uh, component to you at Silver Star Brands. How does it differ when you're doing a seasonal ramp of some sort? Yeah, it's a good question. This, the seasonal ramp piece has been, uh, when I first started uh, here at Silver Star, was probably the biggest challenge that we had. We had a good portion of business uh, happening in that Christmas uh, timeframe. Um, and being able to wrap up ramp up from a labor perspective was always a challenge. Um, so our, our partnership uh, you know, with ICOR has been critical to making that a success. So the ability to have multiple locations, to have both work from home and work in the office, it's created business continuity for us, uh, which has been critical for us, and just allowing us to scale. We just found that it wasn't possible for us uh, to continue to provide great service, consistent service, because um, what had happened when when we when we were trying to do it on our own was we just couldn't quite get there and the, the customer's experience suffered. Um, and that just wasn't going to be a long term uh, plan for us. So um, that's been a great partnership. It has helped us tremendously during um, that ramp time and that trust that you build with the customer by delivering consistent customer experience, you know, comes back to you in waves when they go out and advocate for you. Yeah. So I, I have this next question already planned, and I feel like you've already spoken to it, but I'm going to ask you the question because maybe there's more you want to add to it. And that is, how are you on an ongoing basis, Dave, achieving these success drivers at Silver Star Brands? Yeah, I think um, I, I mentioned some of it, but one way is making it easy for the customer to do business with us. Um, and I repeat that over and over because I think if we can meet them where they want to be met, and deliver consistently. And, and I have the good fortune of overseeing the operational component of this too. So this means from the first touch in the journey, which is maybe via the phone, maybe via the web, uh, maybe view, via one of the other social channels. Um, but from that first touch to the package arriving on their door, how do we make sure that's a consistent experience uh, for the customer? And that means, you know, picking it accurately, uh, giving them the right information when they want to know what the status is, providing that in a way that's easy for them, whether that's through a self-service IVR type technology, whether that's through text message, or they want to actually speak with someone, um, how do we get them that information quick and be consistent with it? So that's one of the things I really like about um, this opportunity that I have in this role is to see it through the entire customer journey from, from first touch point to, to package at the door. 
I love your point about the entire customer journey. I think that is so often uh, not spoken about, right? The, a, lot, a lot of times the focus is on customer service after the sale and not the entire customer journey. And of course, the iterative nature of the customer journey, right? We, we're customers over and over again when we have loyalty to a brand. So thank you for commenting on that. And speaking of commenting, Dave, you, you mentioned earlier that i, I uh, is an important aspect of your seasonal ramps. Maybe you can comment on other aspects of the, the your relationship with i -Corps. Like, what is the role of your relationship with i -Corps? Yeah, I mean, of all the partnerships that we have, especially in in my role, it's the most critical. Um, there are the ones on the on the front line talking to our customers, um, recommending products for them. And a big part of what we've asked uh, in this partnership is for them to think of ways of being the best contact for that individual customer. One of the things we've seen as another trend is we can't treat all of the customers in the same way. So this idea of personas and different personas of customers that we have and how we might treat them uh, in different ways that works for them. Um, I think being able to mine all that data and then give it to um, the i uh, agent uh, to service the customer in the best way possible, quickly, efficiently, with all of the data at their fingertips is you know, where I really see the partnership continuing to evolve. And that will probably evolve into you know, how do we use new AI tools to do that? How does my team help them uh, use those tools to do things more efficiently and make it easier for the customer? Fantastic. Thank you for uh, for commenting on that. Well, before we get to uh, our fun question, because, you know, we have that tradition here on the Digitally Irresistible podcast. We like to know uh, when you're not working, what do you like to do for fun day? But first, why don't you tell us, tell really the listener and the, and the viewer, where can they connect with you and learn just more about uh, what you've got going on at Silver Star Brands? Yeah, I think a great way to connect with me individually would be through through LinkedIn, through my profile. Uh, it's a great place to start. Um, from the Silver Star Brands portfolio, you know, Miles Kimball is our flagship brand. Uh, MilesKimball.com is the way that you can you can find out about great products there, uh, and view view the website, and uh, take a look at what we have to offer in a bunch of different categories. Fantastic. Well, our listeners and viewers know that that's showing on screen right now if you're watching, and it'll be linked up in the show notes if you're uh, listening. So, Dave. We want to know when you're not working besides playing tennis and, and overseeing uh, the bar restaurant and all that volunteer work that you do, what do you like to do for fun? Well, I think music's always been uh, sort of my, my passion. Uh, I've been in groups for 20 plus years, uh, pseudo retired right now, but still doing some some acoustic things. But I've always really enjoyed music. I love going to concerts. Uh, I love playing it. And so that's always been a passion uh, of mine that I've been fortunate enough to to be able to balance uh, with the other things that are happening in my life. Fantastic. Are you still playing tennis? I, you know, uh, you asked that question and I have not played in, in quite some, quite some time. Uh, pickleball seems to be the, what the cool kids are doing now. So right. you need to probably right. get on that bandwagon. Yeah, I can relate. I used to play a lot of tennis years ago, but I haven't played in years, so I can relate. <laughs> well, Dave, I just want to thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule with everything you've got going on to, to join us, to share your wisdom, your insights, your experience in CPG, your experience in the customer experience. Um, within the CPG world, and of course, your valuable relationship uh, with i -Corp. We value it very much. And I just want to thank you for joining us today on this episode of the Digitally Irresistible Podcast. Thank you, Bernie. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Digitally Irresistible Podcast, where we cover the optimization of digital technologies and irresistible people, delivering a great employee and customer experience that has a measurable impact on the business. 
brought to you by iCore. Be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast player so you don't miss future episodes.